On this episode of the Vegan Chub Club podcast, we dive into part one of a two-part series on vegan gray areas. For instance, your veggie burger comes out with dairy cheese. Do you salvage what you can or send it back knowing that it's just going to go straight into the garbage can? I can't wait to cover these topics with you. If you love the Vegan Chub Club and want to see us grow, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, subscribe, and share us with a friend. Without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode of the Vegan Chub Club podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Vegan Chub Club podcast. My name is Eden. And my name is Joelle. And we are alone this week. It feels so weird. I know. Morgan was here last week. It was so much fun just having like a third person. We will have more guests coming. And if you have recommendations, make sure you let us know. Yeah. I mean, I have like, we talk all the time about like different people. Like, oh my God, this person would be great. This person would be great. So we, uh, we have lots of people in our little chubby clubby (laughs) (laughs) who we think would be great, but you know, who knows if they want to talk to us so yeah give us recommendations um I feel like season two has already like gone by so fast like for my ideas for season two we're like gonna have guests all the time and we've only had one but it's because we've had so many things to talk about that like it's just gone by so quickly yeah we're almost at the end of season two yeah actually is is this gonna be eight yep so we have two more episodes and then we'll take a week or two break and be back for season three Wow, that's that went by fast, dude. I how are how are you, Eden? How are you? How are you doing? I am great. I am the prettiest person I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. What? Like, Where did that come from? I don't know. I just feel really great about myself always. So there's that. Love it. And I'll be in California soon. I'm, I'm so excited. Some yoga classes there and uh, lots of friend time. My second podcast is coming back in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited. <laughs> really, I'm just moving <clears throat> in my same exact building, like down the hall. Um, but there's a little boardroom by my new apartment, so maybe I won't have to go to Capital One and work so much because I'll have a little office there. Um, I just have to escape Nicole because I love her, but she always wants to sit on my desk with me, Aww. and it's, it's a lot. And um, Nicole has to have surgery. Did I talk about that? No, I didn't. I, but I don't think you talked about it on the podcast. You talked about yeah. it in your YouTube video. <laughs> Yeah, old lady struggles over here. So I got a I got an old lady here, and baby. I just got a sponsorship, and they're sending her pet CBD. Yay! So, I know Nicole officially has a sponsor. I'm excited. That's She's so finally exciting. pulling her weight around here. Next up, merch. Next up, Nicole merch. <laughs> I, I will buy Nicole merch in a heartbeat. <laughs> Me too. I'd buy Gertie merch too. Oh, Gertie merch. I, I think I think we talked about that. We should do Gertie and Nicole merch. <laughs> I know. We definitely should. But anyhow, how was your week? Oh my God. It's been crazy. Crazy. Like, honestly, I feel like I've just been swimming and swimming and swimming against the riptide and then more and more waves keep coming. <laughs> being really dramatic but it's just been busy like everything always comes at once like everything at work is really stressful everything at home is really stressful my car broke down last night um I'm having all these doctor dentist problems like just (laughs) you know it's just everything at once so um I'm getting through it though you know it's it's just 
Gotta get, gotta get through it. <laughs> yep. When it rains, it pours. When it rains, it pours. Um, but I am excited because tonight I am either going to go to Veggie Girl or Ooh. Del Taco, depending on what time. Oh, go to Veggie Grill. Because you don't have Veggie Grill close to you, huh? No, I want to open. They're not franchising right now, which really annoys me because I would 100% buy a Veggie Grill franchise and put one in Austin. Oh, my God. I would. You should just try to make it happen, even though they're not. Yeah. So I was going to get a Cineholic franchise. Oh, my God. I love Cineholic. Oh, I went with a boy this weekend, Mm -hmm. and he had no idea it was vegan until after he ate the whole thing I told him. Dude, good. Because it's one of those things where it tastes exactly the same. Yeah, I told him about the concept of it, and he was super excited, super pumped. Mm -hmm. And you know, they don't put vegan pretty much anywhere. It's like super incognito on the door, Mm -hmm. um, very small print on the bottom of the website. So he had no clue until we were done. He's like, I don't care. I wanted another one to take home. It's honestly too good. So they opened one. Um, I don't live in LA anymore, but I work in LA every once in a while. But they opened one right next to my office in LA, and like... I'm telling you, that was actual bad news for me because I would have one every single day and I would get a cinnamon roll with um, caramel. Yeah, I do the caramel drizzle and then I do like, I think I do cake batter flavored frosting and then I do cookie dough on top. (laughs) Mm, I got a cinnamon roll with lemon icing, raspberry jam, fresh raspberries and toasted (sighs) coconut. You're a fruity friend. <laughs> it, I know. In some, I really wanted to do something where I could get cookie dough, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just felt fresh. I love yeah, lemon, I like, like lemon cake, so mm-hmm. I want it fresh. But he got um, cinnamon roll. He got half peanut butter and half vanilla um, frosting. Yum. And then he got the brownie, which their brownies are so good. They're like their the fudgiest. Are, they're like the best brownies I've ever had. They should be they're called so brownie holics. Yeah, he got that with um, caramel drizzle, um, walnuts, graham cracker topping, and I think that, oh, Oreos. A little s'mores-like, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he went crazy, but it it was so good. Yum. Uh, Now I'm hungry, but, you know, Cineholic, I I would support you for franchising. I'd also support Veggie The thing with Veggie is we have a coupon for like $10 off, but I actually don't know what time they close, so if they close early, then... I think we they might close go to at Del 10. Taco. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, well, then I'll have time. So we have five hours. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they close early. I remember when we were in Hollywood, they were open like kind of like mm-hmm. maybe nine. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I just love their buffalo wings. So good. Their crab cake sandwich. You can't go wrong at Veggie Girl. I always, I have a couple things that I get, like maybe two or three things that I always get that I rotate. But um, anytime I try something new, it's always delicious. Like they have chili cheese fries now. Delish. Mm, I haven't had them. Oh my God. They're so good. Well, they told me when I was at Cineholic that they've had a couple inquiries for a Cineholic in Austin. So I think someone's putting one here soon. So I'm excited about it. They should. Yeah. <laughs> so I need a veggie grill. I've messaged them so many times. Like, Austin's on the top cities for vegans every year. Put a freaking veggie grill here. Oh, I saw, I saw Shazam too this weekend. Oh, you did? 
Yeah. But I kept accidentally calling it Shabam, which is a dance workout um, that I really like. So it's not Shabam. It is Shazam. So today we're going to talk about vegan gray areas. Uh, We were really inspired by a Two videos, um, cheap, lazy, cheap lazy vegan put out two videos that she did um, that were inspired by John Venus's videos about just different things that vegans like. It's not you know it's not black or white. It's gray. <laughs> um, you know, there's a couple different things that I feel like a lot of people, a lot of vegans, argue with each other very intensely about these things. And I don't think we need to argue about them. I think everybody has their own um, way of doing things and their own way of being a vegan. So I think it's going to be good to talk about them and see like where we differ. Because I know we differ on some of these topics. Um, yeah. You know, me and you, Eden. So uh, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And we haven't discussed any of it ahead of time. So it'll be really interesting to hear what each other thinks about each yeah. thing. So I got the list here. Um, <clears throat> the first thing that we want to talk about is bivalves. Is it okay mm-hmm. to eat oysters? Um, what are some other bivalves? Um, clams, mussels, mm-hmm. scallops. Yeah. So those kind of animals that are scientifically animals, but it's proven or unclear or is it proven that they can't suffer they can't feel pain it's proven that they they can't feel pain um they don't have like pain receptors or something like that um so as a vegan is it ethical to eat them Eden what do you think so as a vegan if you are looking at it strictly if you're vegan strictly to not cause harm then it is ethical Because Mm -hmm. no harm's being done. They don't have a central nervous system. They have no way of feeling pain. But it's not vegan to eat them because they are not a vegan product. Yeah. They're not veggies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mostly agree with that. My, My one little, like, caveat, I guess, is that it's still... Technically, and it's probably just reaching a little bit here because I don't say this thing, say this with other products, but like it still is kind of hurting animals because you're like messing with biodiversity. If you're going in and you're like harvesting like bivalves from the ocean, that's like bad for the environment. Like you don't need, you don't need to eat that. Like there's no, at least in my opinion, I don't see any reason why you need to eat those things um, in my life that I live. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't do it because like it just is kind of screwing up with like the ecosystems and uh, you know the environment and stuff like that so what if they're farmed if they're farmed i don't i don't know if that like grosses me out that like gives me the chills when you said that i don't know why (laughs) i just like picture you know they farm fish like Mm farm-raised fish versus wild-caught fish so if a bivalve is farmed i don't even know if that's possible i'm not a scientist guys yeah um (laughs) then it's not messing with biodiversity or availability I think they do farm them because they had them in the Santa Clarita diet. There's clam. Oh. There's a clam farm. So <laughs> in that case, there would be very little yeah. harm being done. But I as guess. far as like sentient beings and non-sentient beings, it's 
technically could be vegan to eat them, but I wouldn't consider anyone who ate them vegan. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, And the only thing that I have to say about like oysters and bivalves is honestly, I wish that all of these ex-vegans would, instead of going to fish and eggs and Mm -hmm. whatever, would go to bivalves since it's proven that that doesn't cause harm and those animals aren't sentient versus a fish or chicken or cows or whatever it is. I wish that was what they slid back to. And maybe Mm -hmm. it's just, oh, they don't like the taste of oysters, so they don't do that. But um, it's like, well, that's less harmful than you eating fish, which we know without a doubt do feel pain Mm -hmm. you know so obviously I don't think it's vegan to do it but it's scientifically not cruel yeah I I agree with that yeah yeah it's kind of interesting because I'll see people like if if somebody calls himself a vegan or whatever is mostly vegan and also eats like bivalves I think I would just think of them as plant-based I would call myself pescatarian. Yeah, pescatarian or plant-based, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Also, like, I don't know, ew. I just never, I've never liked seafood, so it, like, grosses me out to even think about it anyway. I mean, I used to eat seafood. I was pescatarian for years before I was vegan. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely my wheelhouse, but. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on to the next one. Um, The next vegan gray area is, is it okay to kill bugs in your house? cockroaches uh ants i don't know what other bugs you have flies water bugs they're texas thing don't ask what the hell is a water bug a giant roach (laughs) but they call them not roaches they call them water bugs (laughs) um yeah like mosquitoes too that Mm -hmm. kind of thing like is that okay um this one okay this is how i look at it and when, okay, whenever I can, if there's a bug in my house, I will try to free the bug, you know? If there's, like, a little spider or, like, a big spider that's, like, nasty looking, I will not kill the spider. I'll, like, try to get him out. Sometimes it doesn't happen that way, <laughs> you know? Um, I had cockroach infestation in L.A., and at first I was like, I don't want to like kill the cockroaches cause I feel kind of bad. But I was like, dude, I can't like, like it got like so, so bad. So we had, we did have like cockroach traps and I felt kind of bad about it. Like I, I did feel bad. Like this is like, these are like living beings and they're like trying to live their life, but it kind of gets to a point where it's like you versus them, which sounds horrible to say. And I hope that I'm not going to be like <laughs> shamed and shunned from the vegan community, but for me, I think there there does get a point where it's like when there's like an infestation of bugs and stuff and they're in your home, uh, then you kind of got to do what you got to do. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Like when it comes to things like termites, if it's threatening like the actual integrity of your home, Mm -hmm. you have to get rid of the termites. Like you can't just let them (laughs) eat through your house because you're a vegan, you Mm -hmm. know, and there's not an ethical way to get rid of termites. The same thing with bed bugs. They Mm -hmm. have to be treated aggressively. And fleas. Yeah, fleas. They're like, especially if you have like domestic animas. Um, mm-hmm. Fleas, bed bugs, things like that, they're a direct like 
threat to your health. And Mm -hmm. um, like Joelle said, it becomes an infestation. These are, um, I guess they're not animals, but (laughs) insects that reproduce rapidly. And um, you definitely have to take care of those. I'm in the same camp as Joelle. I'm guilty of whacking a mosquito that's on me. I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) I'm going to whack it. Um, But I do catch and release a ton of bugs. Even at my job, I catch and release bugs, which our maintenance department hated. They're like, no, we have to kill these bugs. We have, like, guests, and we we can't have bugs here. Um, But I catch and release a ton. And um, things like tiny little spiders in my house, I actually don't catch and release. I just let them do their thing. Yeah, sometimes that's a, the that's the move too. Just let them do their thing if it's yeah. not like a threat or whatever. Um, yeah, because like especially like thinking about it more like with fleas, like I knock on wood, but Gertie has never had a flea problem. Yeah, I've Nicole lived. Either. Yeah, like I've lived with cats who have had flea problems in the past. Um, they weren't my cats; they were my roommates' cats, but obviously, like we did everything we could to like get rid of the fleas because that that becomes like an issue um like it could really hurt your animal it could kill your animal and it's kind of like what's best for your individual animal what's best for you that like to me that's what's important you know I care more about my dog than I care about like the life of a flea yeah (laughs) uh call me a hypocrite but I do um (laughs) if it comes down to me versus them then it's gonna be me it's gonna be me (laughs) (laughs) Um, what's the next one? The next one is freeganism, AKA gross. (laughs) (laughs) AKA, if you don't know what that is, uh, sorry if I'm like, if I'm butchering this and there's like angry freegans, I don't think so. Basically a freegan is somebody who kind of like will eat like leftovers. Like it doesn't matter if it's vegan or not, if they're like leftovers or like dumpster diving, or if somebody offers you something, um, makes you a plate, you know, of something non-vegan or whatever, you just kind of eat whatever it is. As long as you're not purchasing it, you're not using your dollar to, you know, buy the product. Is that ethical? I think it is. Um, we talk about it a lot kind of offline. It's all about impact, I think. And if you're, if the money you're spending is increasing demand and for the case of freegans, it's not. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of the time, I feel like freegans are more dumpster diving. And if Mm -hmm. there's meat there, they cook the meat. Same thing with lots of veggies and stuff that get left that are pretty much good still. They're just like a day past expiration. So the Mm -hmm. supermarkets get rid of them. And there are services now like Imperfect Produce that are buying surplus and selling it like heavily discounted. So if you have Imperfect Produce in your area, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, But to me... That's they're honestly probably making a bigger impact than most because they're keeping a lot of things from going into the landfill. Mm-hmm. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, I agree with you. I would never do it. Oh, me neither. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I would never do it because I wouldn't. Okay, here comes extreme Joel. I wouldn't, if somebody, if I lived in a planet of cannibals and, well, I guess we kind of do, but (laughs) if I lived in a planet where like people ate humans or whatever, and there was like human meat in the trash, I wouldn't like 
eat human meat. So for me, I'm like, I wouldn't, I still just, there would be no justification. I guess this goes for all of these things. For me, there'd be no justification to like eat the flesh of another being. But yeah, if it's already dead and it's already there and it's just going to go to waste, I could see like, it's true. Like that's ethical. It's like, it's already there, you know, you're not creating a new demand for it. So yeah, they're not creating a new demand. It's less like fuel used because it's not going from wherever it is being transported mm-hmm. to whatever landfill it's going to end up rotting in. Yeah. And obviously, I wouldn't eat trash meat, but <laughs> um, I don't think that freegans, it's not like a money thing for them. It's an environmental thing for mm-hmm. them. And for me, even though I'm vegan... Environmental issues trump veganism always hmm. to me. They always will. Wow. I mean, it because makes sense. Our veganism won't mean shit if we don't have an earth to live on. Yeah, that's true. All right, next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so this one's like a scenario. Is it ethical if you go to a restaurant, you order something, let's say you order a salad? Um, and the salad, no, the salad's not a good example. Let's say you order a pizza with no cheese and they, it comes out to the table and it's real dairy cheese. Is it ethical to eat it or should you, you know, say, Hey, this was supposed to have no cheese and you send it back and like that pizza goes to waste. Like, would you eat non-vegan food that was accidentally put on your food? Yes and no. So I feel like I'm going to get roasted for this podcast. I also feel like I'm interviewing you. (laughs) Yeah. So the pizza is a little bit extreme. If it were a burger, a veggie burger, and it came out with cheese on it. Okay. I would just try to scrape off the cheese Mm -hmm. to the best of my ability. And I've done that before. Like I've gotten my napkin real disgusting trying to scrape off all of the cheese because I know, um, I've talked about a lot on my previous podcast, um, the importance of not being afraid to order what you want because you are paying for a service and people that do eat meat, they customize their dishes to their liking. So we're able to do that too, because we're paying patrons. But for me, I know that as soon as I send it back, it's going straight into the garbage can. Mm -hmm. And I hate knowing that food, because 60% of the food produced in America goes to waste, that I'm contributing to that, even in a little way. Like at home, if something's getting ready to go bad, I roast it up, I throw it in the freezer, I do whatever I can, I take it to my mom (laughs) that I know is going to eat it. Like knowing that that food's going to go directly into the trash bothers the shit out of me. And it's not like I'm like deliberately like, oh, I'm going to eat the cheese. I usually just try to get rid of it. Like I was at a place a few weeks ago and I ordered the black bean soup, said nothing about cheese anywhere, came out with cheese sprinkled mm-hmm. on the top. So I just took my spoon and I scooped it out and put it on the side and ate the vegan rest of it. Yeah. And that's just, that's how I roll. I'm probably not going to send it back unless it was like the first instant, like Joelle said, mm-hmm. um, it's a pizza and it's full of cheese. I probably would ask for a new pizza, but I might ask if, are you going to throw this away? If you are, I'll take it home and, you know, give it to someone that I know would eat it. 
Yeah, that's a good thing. Because I, I feel the same way. It depends, like, what it is. Like, if it was a pizza, I'd do the same. I'd be like, uh, sorry, this was supposed to have no cheese. Like, I'm not going to eat a cheese pizza. But, um, like, this is something that happened to me, like, an acai bowl. It didn't say anything about honey. But when I got it and I already took it home, I, like, got it to go and took it home and I started eating it. It definitely had honey on top. I just ate it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, at this point, like, what is the scenario? I drive a half an hour back to the store, ask for a new one. They're just going to throw this away because I already touched it. So it's like already contaminated. Like, what is the point of like, you know, but it, yeah. it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting, like the different boundaries that I have. Cause I wouldn't do the cheese. If it was like a latte and it came with like dairy milk, I'd turn it back, you know, cause I'd probably throw up and have diarrhea everywhere. Um, but then, yeah, like the guilt of it, like being wasted. Yeah, I do the same thing with a latte. Like, I can't, my mental, (laughs) I I can't drink a cup of milk. Like, my brain would not let me do that if Mm -hmm. I saw that milk was going into it. I just couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think liquids are a little bit different because it's just poured out and then it just kind of goes through the water system and (laughs) is a little different than food waste. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've peeled cheese off of something before to the best of my ability like if it were like nacho cheese and it's all mixed in I'd be like oh I can't but if it's like a slice of cheese that's like halfway melted half not I'm like let me try to get this off yeah you know this kind of like I'm gonna kind of segue into the next one here um like one time when I first became vegan um a teacher of mine actually I was like visiting him and he was super nice and he got vegetarian burritos for me and my friend who were both she was vegetarian and I was already vegan um and he didn't realize like the cheese wasn't vegan and there was melted cheese inside the burrito but I like felt really bad about it so I just like tried to pick it out Mm -hmm. and like that's what I did I just like picked it out but like it was kind of impossible like I definitely was eating some of it because it was like melted in there um so that kind of goes into the next one which is like social situations like is it ethical if somebody like like in that situation someone bought that for me um I don't even know if it's like if is it ethical but like kind of what would you do like do you think you could still be a vegan if like you know someone buys you something or makes you something that's not vegan um and you just eat it instead of saying anything um this is probably the first one where I would say no it's not but I understand where people are coming from um like one of my friends her boyfriend's grandma was the first time they were meeting her boyfriend told her his grandma that she didn't eat meat so the grandma made like macaroni and cheese and like whatever else but it was all vegetarian yeah and she ate it because she's like well it's the first time I'm meeting his grandma <laughs> like yeah. I don't want to be like oh he told you I didn't eat meat but actually I don't eat dairy eggs any of this stuff yeah. and she and I mean I could see how someone would do that and I see um like the vegan that says you know I'm vegan all year but on Thanksgiving I have the sides that my family makes and some of them may have animal products. Like, I can see where people are coming from not wanting to offend others. And again, going back to the, it doesn't increase demand for these products. Mm-hmm. Then there's technically no harm. But, I mean, 
I don't know. It's hard. I'm confused. <laughs> it's confusing because, okay, situation with your friend's grandma, mm-hmm. like, that seems different than deciding, like, I'm going to eat my family's sides on Thanksgiving. Because, like, so Thanksgiving to me is, like, an opportunity to be like, hey, family, like, look how good being vegan is. Like, I always make a bunch of stuff, you know. I try to, like, make it completely vegan if we can. Just, like, look, this is an opportunity to show you that, like, I can have mashed potatoes. I can have this. And it's super good. So, like, it's kind of an opportunity for activism in a way. But, like, the grandma thing, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. That's hard. Or like if someone buys something for you or makes something for you and they think it's vegan, mm-hmm. I don't and know. Then they feel bad. Yeah, social situations are hard, and I think it comes down to with all of these, it's an individual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, are most of them to me aren't vegan, but I'm defending them because I can see where someone would be coming from and I can see big picture, does it really affect anything (laughs) type of mentality. Um, So I feel like this one is very individual. Like I know a lot of people that eat completely vegan at home, but in social situations, they'll have a little bit of whatever just because they don't want to deal with it. And I'd rather someone do that than decide veganism is too hard because of social situations and eat non-vegan all the time. Totally. And like, here's something too. It depends on the situation because you can't always do this, but here's something that I've done in the past. Like if it is a situation where you really, it's like not the time to like be an activist. It's not the time to be like, I'm vegan and that's why I'm rejecting this. Blah, blah, blah. Like when it's just not the time, come at me if you think it's always the time. But (laughs) you know, like someone has given me like candy and chocolate. This actually happens all the time when people give me like chocolate, usually around like Halloween or whatever. I just say, thank you. And I put it in my bag and I give it to my brother later. You know, like if it's a situation where like, like that, where you're not like at a dinner table and like people are going to watch you eat like half the time. It's just easier for me and less stressful for me to just accept it and move on. Yeah. You know, I don't want to make them feel bad because it's a thoughtful thing, right? To give somebody food and it's very personal. Yeah. People could take it very personally and you don't want to like cause but, harm to a human. <laughs> I yeah. Don't know. And also throw it back to like when my mom bought me those shoes. Yeah. It's like, to me, it feels the same. Mm -hmm. so yeah all right everybody i hope you enjoyed listening to all of our gray areas and uh hopefully i don't know hopefully can help new vegans hopefully can help angry vegans who need to chill the f out yeah it can help all vegans yeah and and if you disagree with us tell us you know leave us a comment um on our instagram dm us email us all that stuff yeah thank you guys for listening and we will talk to you next week We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, my chubby friends. The episode is over, but the fun doesn't end here. Head over to Instagram. Give us a follow at the vegan chub club. Follow us on Twitter at vegan chub club. Send us an email at the vegan chub club at gmail.com. If you like the vegan chub club and want to see us grow, share it with a friend, subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and leave us a positive review. Thank you. Bye.